0: Hello and welcome to episode 51 of Behind the Journey. This is the show where myself and Sam Spencer discuss all the things going on my business journey. And today, we give you an update on the latest deal, as well as what I believe is the best thing to do to nurture staff. I'm at my pride. Hey, hey, I'm at my pride. Whoa. Said I'm at my pride. Okay, so last week I was frustrated. I was frustrated at these deals that weren't going anywhere. I was frustrated in the time things were taken to get deals over the line. I was just overall frustrated. Uh, we're a week on, and I think if I remember rightly this time last week, I said I don't think we'll be any further on than we were last week. But we had a big development with the, uh, the deal getting through the line. Um, essentially what's happening is when you do a deal in this industry we have to change the business structure from what is a certified legal body into what's called an alternative business structure an abs um, there's a few complications around that uh, who are these people that are buying into the company what's their background um, can they do anything shady etc etc so we had a call yesterday morning uh, with the awarding body sort of the, you know, the body that regulates the industry and they've kind of given us a sign off so now me and brad have had to go through um money laundering checks background checks etc to make sure we're legit uh, which obviously we'll go through uh, fine um so now we're just waiting on those to come through which is six to eight weeks time which really means i think it's there like you know touch wood touch whatever there's no wood in this room touch my head um which really means i think we're there i think we're there for what will be our first deal um it's a big one uh, I took our tax advisor and solicitor out for a meal yesterday uh, with a lovely steak. And I just said, look, guys, thank you so much for you know helping us through on this deal. It's, you know, we're, we're new in business. We're, we're trying to do our thing. We, we don't really know what we're doing in terms of deals and investments. And these guys have really helped us um, grab the bull by its horns and, and made sure we've been well advised well structured and being able to bring things together i'm really really excited you know i'm really really excited this is a a whole new chapter to my business career a whole new chapter to this journey um and my tax guy said to me he said "Look, here i think when people are aware the deal that you're pulling off now with this company and what you can do with it and where you can take it I think you're gonna be bombarded with all the people who want to get into the business journey with you. So it is a good one. It is a big one. Uh, the guy that's the owner currently is an absolute legend. I really, really like him. I think it's gonna be a great future, uh, fruitful relationship and the business is gonna go from strength to strength. So um, barring a disaster, uh, we should be there. So the next
1: four to six weeks, you've got to wait for this paperwork to go through yeah. all of your checks and everything
0: what do you do? Do you just sit there or, so, or is there any like, um, building blocks you can put in place? So Brad sent off all our forms and stuff this morning. Uh, we signed them all yesterday. Um, the awarding body or whatever this thing's called, this legal entity behind the scenes, uh, has to just double check the contract, the shareholders agreement, and make sure that everything's kind of nice and gravy for that. That should go through fine. If that goes through fine then we're on to a winner. Um, unless he changes his mind last minute, which I can't see him doing at this point. We're, we're, we're literally at the... You know we're we're at the penalty spot. You know I'm ready to put it put the ball in the back of the net. So it would be silly to to bail at this point. Um, but it's yeah really really exciting time. One that's going to completely utterly uh, tears up for the next chapter in this business journey. Uh, I'm really excited for you to tell you guys what it is. I obviously can't yet, but just know that what we've been working on for the last two years in terms of finding a deal is about there. And I think it's going to just be you know uh, a completely utter snowball effect from this point onwards. Um, So is it. I, obviously, I don't want you to disclose anything. Is it
1: like an instant win? Is it something where you can turn around and as soon as you've ticked that box, things start rolling, or is it something that's going to take 6 months? So it's already months? a profitable
0: business, um, uh, seven-figure business. Um, it's profitable, so it's 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 in the right place. Um, you know, there's a few things we've looked through the balance sheet, profit and loss account that we think we can tweak to make it even more profitable. There's also value add that we bring. You know, we bring you know a whole new set of mindset to to the business. We also bring our advisors to the business. We're already bringing a finance director to the business, so we're bringing a lot of firepower, uh, which will definitely help the business kind of go to its next stage. It's an amazing business. They are incredible at what they do, um, and you know we've had this conversation with him and said, look, we we believe we can take it to the next level. We believe we can we can go further, and he's he he wants that support so it's really exciting and the thing that I probably said a few episodes ago which was you know I believe our team is amazing when I say our team what I mean is yes distract but also our support network you know our accountants our tax advisors our solicitors our HR the whole team uh, they are second to none Um, they have been incredible uh, you know I sat down with uh, the tax and um so yesterday over, over dinner, and I don't know, the dinner bill was like 200 quid. We had a fancy steak and stuff, you know, probably like took them out because they've really looked after me for it. And just us having a conversation there opened more opportunities, you know, and, and, and I think this is the most important thing, you know, if you have a, a business partnership that you don't touch base with on a regular basis, even for informal chats, like that was just me saying, look guys, thank you so much, let's have some dinner. Um, but actually, it, it, it led to more you know, it led to something else that could be happening around the scene. So it's just very, very fruitful time for relationships. I'm understanding now more than ever before that relationships are the, are the key thing to business. Um, you have to be liked by everyone, but you have to be liked by some. Uh, and that is what I'm finding, is this, this close-knit group that we're forming is a power play. And if things go in the right direction um, over the next decade, um, 2030 sort of level, I, I, I see no reason why us and our support network can't literally run the place. You know, we'll have everything. And that's what I was kind of saying to these guys yesterday, was look, we have this and this and this now. Um, We want this, this and this, and I've got this and this on the table. Imagine where we're gonna be if I get all this in a year. In a year, then I've got nine years to grow it. Um, And that's, you know, we're just long-term plays at the moment and it's just very, very exciting. and each week I'll give you an update. But I think that where we're going to be now with this deal is it's just going to go quiet for four, six, eight weeks. And uh, one episode in, you'll be like, we've done it. Um, but the complicated thing that I didn't know, which is why you know I thought the deal would be done two weeks ago, is I didn't know we'd have to do these six to eight week background checks and debt money laundering and all this. I didn't know this because you know, I'm new to this game. I didn't know this would have to happen. But I think it's because it's the complex nature of the business we're buying. Um, you can't just be a random geezer who wants to start a
1: business. Do you think it's um, like beneficial that you're coming in as a new person who's never done like investment into businesses before? Or do you think you really need that network of help, like people to help, help you? If,
0: you um, if it was just me and I went, yeah, I'll put this much money in, I'll get this much equity and I'd sign a few forms, that'd be stupid. You know, the advice the guys have given me have been second to none. Um, I've definitely saved money on things because of their advice. I've definitely covered my backside from their advice. Um, and, you know, but, but the thing that's key is the guys that I have are just genuinely decent guys. And, and you know, on the other side of the deal, he asked me a few questions, right, about the deal. And I said, here's Arzan. Speak to him. I'll pay for it. He'll just look after all your concerns. Because I knew that Arzan was, a solicitor is so, so trustworthy. I'm not going to screw this guy over. I'm going to business with him. It's a relationship now. Do you know what I mean? Like I've got down on one knee. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm proposing to the guy. So for me, I was like, look, He's on a retainer from me anyway. He'll look after your concerns on that side. And that just shows that I want this to be a great, fruitful, fruitful business relationship. If it was, I'll oh, get your own lawyer, start paying your thousands of pounds, retainer sort of thing. It's, you know, you're going to have to give it back and forward. But because I was like, here's my guy. He's already on my retainer. He'll answer all your questions. We're open and honest. We're transparent. We're not here to mug you off. We want a business here. And that's where I said to us, um, before we did the deal, I was like, make this contract safe. But don't put anything in there that's going to, you know, be biased towards us. Don't put anything in there that's going to be our favour, because we want this relationship to be 10, 20 years. I mean, you know, when you get when you get into business with someone, this is a long term play. This is the relationship. This is the marriage. So I said, to make sure it's fair. Ask Anthony questions he's got. We'll answer them, um, and we'll give him advice. So and and even even that, my tax advisor said, oh, he's the way the deal structured at the moment. He's going to get a big tax bill. So we should structure it this way for him. Even my tax guy's thinking out for him because this is what I said to them. I was like, you know, this is a business that we want to be in a relationship with. Let's not screw this guy over. I want, to, I want to love this guy in 20 years' time. Do you know what I mean? I want to love him. So we start this relationship off on a real good footing. We're in, we're in the win. Um, but like I said, I've got the best guys that I believe. So their advice is always going to be better than anyone else's advice, in my opinion. So I'm happy to give that advice for free. So um,
1: obviously, you, you hope that in six to eight weeks this starts and then a year or two it snowballs and goes incredibly. Yeah. What happens if it's like you're a year or two years in and it's not exactly doing what you think it is. Is it, is it a case of like riding the wave or, or have you got like a
0: get out of jail free clause kind of thing? No, I'm, I have no exit strategy. And I think that, and this is, you don't, maybe, have, you don't want to plan for it, really, do you? Yeah. It's is kind of probably my, my um, lack of experience. I don't know. Maybe it will hit, bite me in the ass, you know, but I have no exit strategy of, Oh my God, if this goes on the ground, now what the way I see it is I put the money in buying a lottery ticket. But in my opinion, it's like buying a lottery ticket. Where you've already got four numbers struck, up, struck off. you I mean, you've already got four numbers in. So you buy a lottery ticket, and you hope the other three numbers or whatever it come in, and and that's kind of how I've planned this. Is that yeah, we think it's the right decision to make. Uh, yeah, we're gonna. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of money. Um, I believe that with our support and our advisors and ourselves, we can we can still grow it. But it's a profitable business. You know, it's not like we're gonna buy it. We're buying into a startup that's got yeah. zero revenue. Like it's making money. So we just have to t- tweak the dials. You know, it's like the, we on the last podcast, you know, you, you go in and you just turn the heat up and you tweak the dials. You're trying to get more out of the team or you try and do more out of the marketing, or you try and do more out of the, you know, the FD or the accountants. You're just tweaking dials.
1: And is this um, something that is, obviously except from Distract, the whole feature yeah. thing, but is it something that Distract is going to be involved with in oh, terms of, of marketing Yeah, or? of
0: course. You know, this, is, this is one of the things that brought to the table was that, you know, we can, we have this team. I can see what you're spending on your marketing. Um, and I know we do a better job and I know this and that and the other. So absolutely. And in that sense is
1: this company going to be paying distract for their work or is it a case of it's a reduced
0: rate, a oh, reduced rate. So, yeah. you know, I said to him that I'm not going for free because it's like buying a job, um, but I'll give you substantial discounts uh, to basically cover overheads and stuff because otherwise, you know, I'm going to be paying to get a job because I'll be getting paid in dividends. See what I'm saying? Like, it's just it's not worth it. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. It's exciting. It's very complicated because the the, the changes. But Arzam spoke to the legal body. They teed it up. No drama to be concerned about. Let's move and change the world. So yeah, that's the, that's that's the second one we've done now because the first one was back end of the year, but it's going to be live about May, uh, which we can't really talk about. I've said that a few times now, but this one is like the one we can actually talk about. Um, so six to eight weeks. Fingers crossed. It'll be announced, and uh, people will be surprised. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what we're at now. We've Currently currently today we've got um, a consultant in speaking to the PPC department. Um, she's ranked like the number one PPC specialist in the UK. And um, I thought that that level of talent is incredible. And uh, having it come into the team and speak to the guys on a regular basis is a no-brainer for me. You know, we're looking at upskilling the team, building the team someone who's got the experience she has and who's literally ranked the number one, you know, it's just baffling, is so now sat in the office with the team. How, how did you, like, find this person? Did she contact you? you know, did you contact her? Uh, LinkedIn, one of our mutual contacts shared a post saying, you know, she's she's now gone self-employed. She's left the agency. She was the head of strategy for the biggest agency in the UK. And she's now freelancing, willing to consult. Um, so Brad hit her up. And we had a video call. And you know me, like, Ten minutes, I said, yes. Um, I guaranteed a certain amount per month, per week. And hey, presto, she's now here.
1: So the idea is, like, she's not going to do any work here. She's not going to be, like, working on accounts. But she's well, if gonna it, be
0: well, she said, basically, you can do whatever you want with me. Like, she was like, if you want me to come in and consult, fine. If you want me to look at development of the agency, fine. If you want me to run some accounts, fine. You know, we've got her time. You know, we just pay her time. Because I suppose the... The best short-term play would be,
1: right, spend these days working on the accounts because I like that is where you're going to get the most
0: high-skilled work. I, but well, I suppose the better idea is to get to, to level up. to teach. Yeah, so we're getting to level up the staff. So, um, you know, they'll come with a lot of questions that they've never seen before or they'll have answers or whatever, and this lady's going to give us the best information. And that's, you know, we. if at any point in your business career you think you're the best and all can teach you, you're a retard. Like, that's straight up. If you roar about it, you're a stupid idiot, you're an idiot you have to always be multiple and trainable and you have to have no bravado to be like, you know, there are people better than me. I willing to sit there, close my mouth and listen. Um, and that's exactly what our team is at the moment. It's just like, yeah, we're, we're willing to prepare, we're willing to listen, we're willing to on courses, we're willing to, you know, uh, Tom's department's got unlimited training budget and I genuinely mean it's unlimited. Like, if he, like, whatever he wants, he can get signed off because I just believe that the department has the ability to be incredible. And the people we have in that team are so, so passionate about being the best they can be. Um, well, did you, um, have you
1: introduced her to, you said that Hannah and Liz had like a new strategy on Google that is like incredible, next
0: level. And she's talking through it now. So, and she'll probably go, oh, if you add this and add this to it, you know, that's what you're looking for. With, with consultancy, uh, I, this is what I believe. I believe that, you know, 70% of all agencies can do the same thing, right? But it's the small incremental percentage differences from that point that make a great campaign so if we're 70 let's say we're 70% of where we can do b and she takes the team to 80%. that's huge. do you know what I mean like it's not it's not it's not just 10%. correct. it's exactly. it's it's the difference between everything. um and that's that's what i'm prepared to do. so you know obviously being the best you're not cheap so you know, mm. it's, it's an investment yeah. but but that's what we do. we we want to upskill we want to we want to be Retained as the number one round here, and that's how we'll do it by, by by working with the best people in in the world. You know, simple as that.
1: Can you tease anything about the new Google strategy, or is it very under wraps? It's,
0: it's basically using uh, pulling through data from the spreadsheets to manipulate and adjust search results.
1: And who, do, who does that help the most? Like, is it for uh, e-commerce? e-commerce is it amazing
0: for, for e-commerce, I like it. incredible. Um, but it's basically you're putting data into the spreadsheets. That's live data from your website, so your website pulls data into your spreadsheet. And your spreadsheet adjusts your Google results based on behavior of site and based on buying history. And it's and ha- cool. And,
1: and how do people like think of
0: slash find out things like that? Cause that's what I don't get. Well, I, I say, so I go, they go, they wanted to do something that can't be done. So they tried to find out how to do it. And they found one article on the internet, of how to do it, which then became this strategy. And then they started just trying other things with, so basically, they wanted to uh, change location based at add group level or something of that ilk. They couldn't do it. So they found out how to do it, and it's freezing an Excel sheet. But then when they started manipulating the data, they realized that they could do anything they wanted with this Excel sheet. You can change anything. But they said there's no report. Like they couldn't find any document of how to do it. So they found out how to do this one basic thing they wanted to do. But then actually, they started playing around with it and realized you can do anything with this, this spreadsheet. But no one's written about it. So they can't learn more. And, like and are
1: we going to be the first people to write about it or uh, are we well, going to... Well,
0: I'll get them to do it. They're doing a presentation on Friday with the Skillshare we do on Friday. So we'll see more about it then. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, we're, as you know and the podcast don't know, we're redoing our whole website around this whole new podcast era and blogging and stuff and Q&A. Uh, so that will definitely feature. You know, we'll probably do a podcast on it in, on Ask Distract. Um, but, yeah, I mean... The, the, the thing that I love about the team, especially the paid media team at the moment, is that they just want to learn, and, and, and when they find something out that, like this, they go crazy for it. Like They're like, oh my God, look what we figured out. And you know, I spend 10, 15 minutes with them, and a lot of it goes over my head, because I'm not the detail ads guy. But they just love it. And, 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 and providing the next level to skill up, the providing the, you know, the, the consultant to come in, providing the courses to go, go to, it's just gonna emphasize the belonging and the belief and the passion that they have to be better individuals. And I think that most businesses forget is that when you make your team better individuals, you get a better business. If you have a better business, you make more profit, right? That's how, it, that's basic economics. So, so for me, you know, I'm just c- continually thinking, let's just keep working on these individuals and making them the best people they can ever be. Alongside the Lincoln College thing we're doing, you know, we've got the best. I've never seen an apprentice as good as the one we just got from the college, ever. Um, she's taking um, our training camps home. Um, she's messaging me at night like she is willing to learn. I'm getting messages from the college saying they've never seen a student like this. This is incredible, you know. And she actually was at a business in Lincoln uh, as a marketing uh, apprentice, but they shoved her on admin, right? And they're like, oh, you can just do the admin stuff. And she was like, well, I don't do admin. I want to be marketing. So she quit to come to us. They have fucked up. Do you know what I mean? They have messed up. They've dropped the ball, yeah. They have dropped the ball because they took a young person and said, you can do admin. When what they should have done is they should have looked the young person in the eyes. When you've got the passion, you've got the drive to be the best person you can be, what do you want to do? And when we've done that to her, she is in love with the, with the process. You know, I've got emails from the college saying she's going to be, like, she went, hopefully she should not listen to this, she's going to be ranked the number one person in the whole course. And she's like three weeks in. So that's the, the thing that you know, uh, I believe massively in is just trying to upskill people. Because from a retention perspective, it's not something we did in, in the early days, but from a retention perspective, if you give someone the ability to constantly improve and constantly develop all the time, why would they leave? They leave when they want to keep developing, and you can't offer the development. So if I offer the development, they would never have to leave because they're always going to get the development within.
1: Yeah, so once you reach that glass ceiling, that's when you start looking around being yeah, like, what, what can I do from here? Hmm. like you don't whereas i suppose yeah especially if you're someone that is just starting out and just learning like
0: every day is something different yeah exactly so and well, I think now it, but now the girls in the team have probably hit a form of glass ceiling of what we can teach them right and they're allowed researching and learning teaching themselves which is incredible but now what do we do well we've got to go external courses because our training now you know we can't go any really higher so let's send them on these courses let's bring this in, let's bring people in so now it's like we're not capped at the ability of the agency to train me anymore. We're now going above and beyond. We're now going even further, and you know, regionally no one we be doing the training we're doing.
1: And do you think it's a better idea to bring in consultants like we're doing at the minute to teach our staff, or do you think it's better to bring a new member of staff in
0: that is at a higher level? Uh, probably consultants, because when you bring in a member of staff, um at past a certain level, understanding how they're going to work is going to be very interesting so a consultant is paid to consult and they're paid to teach you and show the strategies and um they're happy to to sit down with you for like a day and be like right, okay today we're going to talk about this whereas someone else who's comes in as a senior they need to go be making us money because i'm paying full time to, to to make us money and, and i've got to pull them out and are they a good educator or are they a good teacher i don't know So I I don't know, I'm I'm trying lots of things. I've got the training courses that the lads and lasses go to in different areas, tick, we'll see how that develops. I've got the consultant coming in, personally I'm leaning more towards the consultants. people have been the top, top people in the world and bring them to little or Lincoln. Do you know what I mean? Bring them to Lincoln with the passion that we've got here and teach us, teach us what we're doing, what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. And and, and then you're you're not constrained. And I know you were in a meeting for like like for an hour or so
1: with her. Um, this could be quite a controversial question. Feel free and just yeah. to just sack it off. Are we behind or are we all right? I don't know yet. That's what's happening now is the interesting one, but because obviously we talk about us being mm. like massively ahead in Lincoln, but you then look at London and they could already be doing some of the stuff that
0: we do. I, I think I don't think we're behind. I think I don't think we're behind. I think we're we're ahead. I think, but the question is how far ahead. Uh, and that's what we want to be making sure we're, we're dragging ourselves forward with. Um, for me, everything we were saying, she was loving. Yeah. You know, even small stuff like you know, our predominantly our ads team is female. That's not normal. She's like, that's amazing. Most people are like macho men in these ad worlds. You know I mean like it's like, so so it's it's a nice place for us to be. And, and Tom will give me feedback at the end of the day how it went. Um, and the great thing is that everyone in that department now is open and receptive to learning. Open and receptive to take information. Open and receptive, to ask stupid questions. Um, so with the development, we no no drama at all. So it's exciting. It's, it's a good period of time.
1: See, I, I use this podcast to ask the stupid questions yeah, like and that.
0: I don't care. Do you know I mean, like, I really don't care. Like, uh, and that's that's how you become better is by asking questions that you people be scared to ask. That's how you do great things by asking questions no one else wants to ask. You know, this deal that I've got going through was me going, do you want investment? Who the hell would be, go up to someone, literally almost in the street and go join investment? It wouldn't happen, would it? People al- always do better from asking questions ask, no one would ever ask. You get more rejections, you get more no's, you get more everything else that's negative. But, you know, when you're living in a world of percentages and a world of, um, of risk, I'll get punched in the face 10 times if I can get one pat on the back. Do you know what I mean? I'm, ha- I'm that sort of guy. Um, so I'm happy to be, join investment, join investment. Pete, who the fuck are you to invest? In? Who are you? Yeah, I'll take investment. Um, because now I'm gonna get one, goes through. You know, if you ask a stupid question and they correct you on the stupid question with, this, with the right answer, then you have to ask a stupid question ever again. And maybe you ask another question and then you, you know, if you didn't ask, let's say for example, you didn't know the most basic thing about Google advertising, therefore you could never get even better. If you didn't know it was, that uh, PPC meant pay-per-click, right, and you went your whole life trying to figure everything else out, you didn't understand the basic of what it even meant, you could never be a great PPC manager, do you see what I'm saying? So you have got you asking stupid questions, Getting the answer is the only thing that's going to take you to the next position. So I am don't mind people asking stupid questions because if it makes them better people, then we're all happy, right? Well, it was like that talk at the college that you did a couple of days ago.
1: That's actually going to be some of the content going out on for Sunday, I believe. Mm-hmm. You asking the people in the room what you would think is a stupid question, like what is Google Ads, what are Facebook Ads? Oh, well, ads? I,
0: t- I, wanted, I forgot we haven't spoken about this yet to so any of the audience, but like this, guys, I did a talk was it last week, no, Monday, it was this week, yeah. I did a talk on Monday, and it was single-handedly the worst talk I have ever done in my whole entire life. Now, it wasn't anything to do with my preparation. I prepared. It wasn't anything to do with my delivery. I think the delivery was fine. The issue, and this is not sound bad, and I never, ever do this, was the audience. Like, my God. I was the final keynote speaker of this event. It was all day. I think it was on at 4 o'clock, so I guess I was the last, the last one. They were exhausting to talk in front of. They, one girl fell asleep, like it was bad.
1: Well, I had one, I, like one of the cameras I had was handheld and I, c- I couldn't keep it still because A, I was like awkwardly
0: laughing yeah. and B,
1: I was just like, literally like shaking me, like what is going
0: on here? It was here shocking, it was wasn't it? And, then, and then I'd be like, I had some, uh, I had like about my personal journey, I had about marketing, then I had about, uh, I had about entrepreneurship, then I had about marketing. And uh, the first question, I was talking about Google strategies and stuff, and everyone's face was blank. And I just went, right, whoa, 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 one second, who here is what Google advertising is? And there's about 60 people in the room, would you say? I don't know. Around there, maybe. Around that. And I reckon six hands went up. And, and, they, I, and they might have just gone up as a, as like a, yeah, why not? And I just said, right, you're not going to understand anything. And I you then proceeded to skip through 20 slides about yeah, Google ads because yeah. Um, and, I mean, that was obviously if anyone knows marketing, Google ads is like the basic level of marketing you do in the digital world and you know, when I do talks, you know, we talk a lot bit more complicated stuff than Google advertising or what is Google advertising. So it was just frustrating. And I, I genuinely like the person at the end said, that was an amazing talk, Pete. I really enjoyed it. And I said, it was the worst talk I've ever done in my life. Like, I don't know if it was my delivery. I, I can't tell you that. It I felt, think, I think well, I, I
1: told you this afterwards. I said your delivery, especially to start off with perfectly fine, but then you didn't get in your own head because it was stuff to do with the audience. But as soon as you started telling yourself that the audience was like not responding, as soon as you started being like, this isn't going well, like that's when the delivery starts to slip a bit yeah, because it was a shy it was shy. But I also understand that you mm. it's hard to keep your energy when like it's, it's easier to keep your energy when there's no one in the room.
0: Yeah, I it's mean a, the, it's there were energy drains, man. Like I went in hyped. The energy drain, drain was incredible. I thought especially like you had to like for want of a better word, you had a really like clickbaity
1: start where yeah. you spoke where like you spoke about where you started from and where you are now and how long it's taken mm. and like trials and tribulations and that, that's usually something that get people invested to start off with but that's why i did it <laughs> but they yeah they just didn't want to listen it was a shocker
0: and and you know we go to uh, milan uh, in a couple of weeks to do a talk and um i said to them that this is gonna be a, this, this right now is a harder talk than i'm gonna do in milan because you're gonna have people who actually care when you see these places whereas this was just it was it was dead so but Amazing lesson learned. Um, you know, Sam's given me some points. That's why I like having Sam film these things because he's honest with me. He'll be like, Look, Pete, you took yourself down after halfway through it, killed you off. Okay, great. And now I know not to do that. Um, but it was a shocker and it was embarrassing and it was awkward. And, it, and you know, I, I felt like I was about to do my first ever talk, to be honest with you, how it felt. It was really, really awful.
1: It was strange though, because there was, um, there, was like one, like, like, there was like one guy who was quite invested. I don't know if it was because it was a, you targeted it a, him. I reckon there was about
0: with. 20 people, maybe 10, 15, 20 people that were fully invested but there was 40 that were just like
1: not. But you can tell that your talk necessarily wasn't that bad because there was someone came up to you at the end and spoke to you for what, like five, 10 minutes after the talk, because they were, he obviously noticed that you just stopped. Like there was a part where I think you got halfway through it and you were like, cool, I'm done Mm. because like you said, there's no point wasting your time or anyone else's time. Mm. So
0: yeah, I agree. So that's, that's all right. Well, how long are we on the time here? So just understand. 27. Okay, cool. So th- the other thing that, um, I was going to say, I had a really cool point.
1: With talking, speaking, I, I can't students. remember what it
0: was now. I've, I've lost my train of thought. But yeah, so, so it's been an inter- interesting um, week. One of the things that's really annoying me at the moment is that people just take so long. I said this last week, is I, I'm always relying on other people for everything. And and waiting for them to chase us up. I mean, one of the things I'm debating at the moment, and Brad's looking at it as we speak, is we do an expo in March called the BT Marketing Expo, and I'm keynoting it this year, which is amazing. Like, that is going to be, that's probably going to be a career highlight. That's a level up from last year, isn't it? It's mad, mate. Like, you know, it's like head of marketing at LinkedIn, like Facebook client manager, like a senior client manager, and then me. There's like five keynote speakers, and I'm one of them. So that is that is pretty, pretty big time. Like That is pretty big time. And um, in front of the room, which is the BT Marketing Expo, so this is like the biggest BTV marketers in the UK, if not Europe. Um, it's a two-day two day event, or three-day event, I can't remember. And uh, yeah, I'm keynoting it, which is crazy. Um, so it's really, really exciting. The book I've been writing is done. I'm just waiting for Mike and his team to, to proof it, which oh. is... To be honest, I completely forgot
1: about your book. Yeah, I'm I've done it. I,
0: this is the worst thing. You know, I've, I've had a bit of a motorbike about this, to be honest with you. Because I've done my part. You know, I've done my part. I've worked weekends, evenings. I've done my part. And I need someone with a brain to go over it because, I, you know, my English is not great. Um, so I just need someone to go over it. And I, so it'll be done. It'll be done soon. But, like, it's just a case of kicking an elbow until it gets done. Um, well, I
1: suppose PR stacks them in until they hire someone else. So, I mean, yeah. I think the last thing on Mike's mind right now is, uh, what about Pete's book?
0: Yeah, so I'd start in, I think, 24th. Oh, yeah. And um, he's going to do a few days a week, I think, on my book.
1: Is that is that the person who was coming in before yeah, going yeah. more full-time?
0: That's it, yeah. So, um, so yeah. I can't remember. There was something I really wanted to speak about, and it's literally in my mind, and I can't remember what it is, so you're not going to get it. Um, it'll be a teaser. Yeah, I'll probably think If it something. comes into your brain, I'll shove a camera soon, in your face. As soon as I, literally, as soon as I, like, um, walk up this room, I guarantee it will ping in my mind. But um yeah, uh, thanks guys as always for for listening to this minus Sam's ramblings. As you can see, like, loads is happening, but loads takes ages, and, and um, it's a
1: shame that one of the big things is just you've got to almost just tiptoe around it because you can't see any details.
0: I just don't I don't want to tempt fate.
1: Well, no, I'm sure to be honest, I'm sure you could say something and nothing there would be no repercussions. Oh, but I you could
0: I could literally name the company, yeah. and I could tell you the amount and nothing would change. But at the same time, what, it's not what, worth. What it. happens if it did change? Yeah.
1: You stand
0: to gain nothing yeah, by telling anyone, correct. so what's the point? That's it. But it's, it, you know, I, I always think, especially in the Lincolnshire area, people just think that Pete and Brad are those guys that run that marketing agency. And I think it's just going to be the thing that changes how we're perceived um, as hopefully actual, actual business players that are here not just to operate and uh, work in Lincolnshire, but to, but to try and dominate the area and make it a better place. And, and, and really just completely dominate the, the business world is the overall game the 10-year aim is to just dominate everything um
1: when you say dominate everything is that having featured running all the services you need and marketing and x amount of businesses under your wings yeah
0: and then having like you know like an actual workspace like this that anyone can just turn up to and start a business and there'll be pots of money they can just dip into and you know, I just want to be, I want to be the person that people come to. You know, back when I was at university, I said that I wanted to be the person everyone came to for business ideas when they were a student, and I became that. Um, all I see is Lincoln, or Lincoln Share is a bigger university, right? That's all it is. It's just more people, and people are higher than you. And, you know, it's the same principle. It's just, life is just a journey, and the people within it are just all playing different games. And I've always, I've always linked um, business as a game. You know, you know, it's like it sounds, sound really weird. But like if you played RuneScape back in the day, like you know, it's literally just like the same game, just it's bigger. You know, you, if you took RuneScape as a mini world and you're communicating people and you know, you're you're mining iron ore and all this sort of stuff, whatever you did on RuneScape, um, that actually always happens in real life. It's just called networking, and and the mining of iron ore is just selling things online or whatever. I mean, it's just the same principle. It's just a bigger a bigger place to do it. Um, and it's slightly more challenging in some periods of time and sometimes you get kicked in the balls or whatever um, but we all get there in the end and that's that's all I'm trying to do is just I, I was thinking um, at the dinner yesterday I said to Brad do you realise how Distract started and you know, I've said this podcast about Top Media, and I've said about Chatty Imp and stuff but actually I remembered another thing that was before that and it was called Snap Discount have I told you about this?
1: Yeah, yeah, you, you told me about it before. I'm, I don't know if you mentioned it on the podcast. I think so you Sna- may Snapchat have.
0: Snapchat came out. First thing I did was I signed up to a I I made an account called Snap Discount. And every day you'll send out a, a discount code to students. I got about 10,000 signed up. The reason I got 10,000 signed up is because a car, I'm going to show you some of the picture, a van was crossing the train line in Lincoln and it came down and it got crushed. It, you see that there? It got crushed. See that? So basically the, the train line thing came down and crushed the van, so it couldn't move. And I paid little lads to, to put my flyers all over the van. So like had some, this guy over it. So when the local media came down, took pictures, my brand was all over it, so I got 10,000 sign-ups. And that's how I got my first client. So oh, yeah, we'll pay 200 quid to get that pushed through all of our, you know, our brands. And then I got their Twitter account, and then I got their Facebook account, and then I started an agency called Rimsup Media, then Chatty Imp, then Distract. And it's just, you know, it's just these small things that you don't even think is a starting point, but actually is. And that really was just a flyer on a Snapchat account. And then now it's distract. Mental. mental. Literally mental. But you forget these things. Um, you really forget these things. But, you know, the thing that... Oh, we have, we have got... Oh, I don't want to drag this podcast episode out, though. I've remembered what it was. It was about the town fund for Lincoln.
1: Is it, is it something, co- like, life-changing?
0: We'll talk about it next week. Next week. Next week, Lincoln Town Fund. I've been asked to go on the board for the digital discussion about what I think Lincoln needs. and we we'll going talk about what I think Lincoln oh, needs.
1: Oh, Lincoln this time as opposed to, because you were doing the one for Mabel Mabel, Mabel was
0: this, I'm on the board. Lincoln called me in and said, Pete, we need your opinion on digital culture in Lincoln. And I bowled down. And uh, being true me style, I told him what I thought. I told him that the plans were stupid. I told him that what I thought was the right thing. And I apologize if I insulted anyone in the room. But... The only way you change things is by giving your honest opinion. The only way you change things is by giving your thoughts.
1: I mean, uh, to be honest, you are the demographic of people that they're trying to cater to.
0: Well, you'd think they were. But are they? You think that we Well, you'd hope they were. Yeah, absolutely damn right. You'd hope they were, but they weren't. And the thing that really annoyed me, and we'll leave this to next week, is the people in the room who had interests in... Specific areas were asking for areas to be developed that would help their specific interests, and that pissed me off. So I told them, and we'll speak about it next week. So, thanks, all guys, as always, for listening, and I'll speak to you next week.